Welcome to Direct Impact, where we discuss the various ways our mental health and quality of life intersect. I'm your host, Andrea Epting, licensed professional counselor, master's addictions counselor, and certified sex therapist. Think of our time together as focused self-reflection mixed with insight, passion, and empowerment. Now, take a deep breath. Now let's dive in and see what impacts you today. Hello, Direct Impact Nation. This is Andrea Epteen, your host. Today, we are going to be talking about a very important topic. And this topic is marked by the saying, feelings are not facts. And it's something that I really, I feel like is going to benefit our listeners and our audience just tremendously. Um, Because it's something that just comes up probably, you know, once you start paying attention to it and noticing it, something that... Um, comes up on a regular basis throughout the day, multiple times a day, maybe even, you know, 100 times a day. And I just feel like it's a great practice to put into place to notice and to get curious about and to question our thoughts and, um, and to pay attention to our feelings. So going back to the topic and the saying, feelings aren't facts. Um, It's just, it's true. And I think that automatically we place this heavy weight on a feeling and then we start to view it as truth. And that's pretty dangerous and oftentimes leads to um, an irrational thought process and unwanted emotions and behaviors coming out of that. So we want to be very careful to discern and scrutinize and pay attention to our feelings and then question, one, where are they coming from? Where, you know, what's their origin story? Where do they originate from? Is it rooted in a negative core belief or a limiting belief or a attachment wound or a trauma? You know, where are these feelings resting in your body? And then what are they communicating to you? Because oftentimes they're not communicating a fact about the here and now. And that's where people really get thrown off and confused because you feel this rush of energy and feeling and emotion, and you immediately want to make up something about that (laughs) so that you can get it to go away and to resolve it. But actually the opposite is what occurs. We are meant to feel in our body and to be curious about our emotions and to discern their origin and not always make up immediately something about that. Because when we do that, it creates a sense of um, blame and it casts off personal responsibility in any type of accountability that you might have. Um, So I just feel like that's that's really important. So I just want to maybe give you some examples of when I might look at myself or look at a client patient sitting across from me and just say, well, is that a feeling? Or is that a fact? Um, Because oftentimes what we make up about our emotions is not grounded or rooted in reality at all. So an example of that is, well, that guy is really just a jerk. (laughs) Okay, is that a fact? Because most people aren't a jerk all of the time. 
So maybe let's scrutinize or notice the emotion that led up to that thought, right? Um, Or to that fact that now you have in your head. Um, It would be important to recognize maybe that that person is maybe behaving like a jerk. You might want to understand why now that is bothering you. Is it because anger and negativity is contagious and you want to set a boundary with that? In that case, it would be pretty healthy to feel frustrated or annoyed. Or is it because that person reminds you of your alcoholic father? You know, is there that transference going on there? Um, But at the end of the day, when you really scrutinize it and pay attention, it's like, well, you know what, these are my feelings. That person didn't cause me to feel angry or annoyed or to make up that they're an asshole because they're probably not an ass every day of their life. They're having their moment. Why now does this become about me? So digging deeper, again, I go back to the word just finding the origin of it. You know, usually it is really that this person has triggered you or they have poked on your shame core or they have, you know, the, and it's not the person, it's their behavior, but it's something that feels like old stuff. It feels like old wounds. It feels like insecurity. Um, and though, and then that's what you're reacting to. And what you make up about it is, oh, that guy's a jerk. But in reality, that's not the case. And so, again, I just feel like we really do ourselves and humanity and our relationships and everyone who interacts with us the service of like scrutinizing, getting curious, non-judgmentally, but just like noticing your feeling and asking yourself, is this actually fact or is this just feelings that I need to be courageous enough to sit in and feel? Listen up. Is anybody out there interested in working smarter, not harder? Timeular provides effortless time tracking to help you achieve your goals and lead a more productive work-life balance. This platform helps you to quantify distractions, increase your focus, and transform how you spend your very, very valuable time and energy. See where every minute of your working day is spent. For me, time audits hold me accountable to my priorities, protecting my margin, and it holds me accountable to my annual goals. How and where I dedicate my time and energy is super important. As a wife, mother of two children and several pets, founder and CEO of a nonprofit, clinical director of Resolve Strategies and a podcaster, I wear many hats and I use Timular to keep me on track. Just go to timular.com backslash REF backslash direct impact. All right, scroll down at the end of this episode through our show notes and click on timular.com backslash ref backslash direct impact you know oftentimes you know just rushing to those facts is a way to deflect it's a way to over intellectualize it's a way to avoid feeling it's a way to avoid pain it's a way of, you know, you know, just not being willing to go back and visit those old wounds, which we understand. We get defense mechanisms, but we really want our listeners to be able to see, you know, what role their feelings can play in their life. And we've done a previous episode on, 
you know, getting friendly with failure, (laughs) you know, and getting friendly with emotions and getting friendly with feeling. And this is part of that process. So I've got a few questions here that I just wanted to answer. I feel like they're pretty common questions. And so I'm hoping that our listeners can resonate with these. So one of the questions is, if they aren't facts, what are they? And I again, just want to reiterate that sometimes they're harbored feelings, harbored emotions, um, embodied emotions and things that are very triggering and it's just easier and quicker to go to that place of oh this is what I make up about that and that has to be true because (laughs) that truth even though it's not grounded in reality is much easier (laughs) to handle than really like looking at myself and looking at my feelings so what are they yeah they're unresolved trauma they're um they're feelings their emotions, their stored energy. They are things that desperately desire to be looked at and processed. So that's really what it is. And unfortunately, what we make up about it, it's not really grounded or rooted in any type of fact when we look at it. Like there are facts. <laughs> um, you know, when you say like, hey, do you remember when you forgot to pick me up from school when I was two? you know, like, okay, that was a fact that happened. Um, And then we want to be able to get to the feelings. And then we want to get to the emotions. And then we want to be able to get to a place. And what I make up about that is I wasn't important enough to be remembered, right? And so that's an example of somebody like, identifying a fact and then actually like processing and working through it and incorporating, you know, all of the important elements, which is emotion and feeling and body work and all of that. So I hope that helps to answer that question. But you know, there are such things as facts. And there's also cognitions, oftentimes negative cognitions that come out are generated just from unwanted emotion. (laughs) So we quickly come up with, oh, this is what I make up about that. And it's just not rooted in reality. Um, Next question is, isn't it better just not to feel them? So uh, no, (laughs) I don't know how else to answer that, but absolutely not. Uh, We need to feel them. Um, But I do believe in discernment and scrutinizing and asking yourself, you know, is this true? Is this new information? Is this old hurt? You know, is this is this rooted in the here and now? Or is it something from my past? So yeah, it's it's scary. I get it. (laughs) It's scary. It's uncomfortable. It's awkward. It's, you know, requires many, 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 many more calories to be burnt, (laughs) right? You have to burn a lot more calories to do this work. But it will rescue you and save, you know, relationships and allow you to dig deeper and gain insight and to reclaim your authentic self. So I do hope that our listeners will do that work. So it is more comfortable not to feel, but is not better. And it really does you no favors. You know, I understand that vulnerability is an insecure feeling that everybody would choose to avoid initially. But when you do that for a prolonged period of time, it just causes more pain. 
So I hope that our listeners will be courageous and love themselves enough to do this work. Uh, The next question is, so what steps can I take? And I love that question because I want to give you some some practical ways to start to connect to your emotions and to your feelings. And one of the ways, yes, I'm going to say it, I'm a psychotherapist, is psychotherapy. (laughs) It is very important to look at any attachment wounds, intimacy dysfunctions, um, traumas, negative core beliefs, all the things that might allow us to quickly make up irrational facts, you know, instead of feeling our feelings, right? So let's just be willing, uh, maybe to dip your toe into some of that work. Uh, I, I highly recommend for something like this, um, EMDR, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy, uh, dialectical behavioral therapy. So in anything that will allow you to learn how to regulate, to practice um, emotional regulation without needing to co-regulate with another human being. Okay. Um, so I feel like that's a good way to start. Uh, somatic experiencing would be another excellent way to learn how to identify, sit in, process emotion to make sure that your reactions are healthy for self and others. So those are some of the things I recommend. I also recommend meditation, um, a contemplative practice, which could be prayer. Um, I also recommend, you know, yoga, um, myofacial release. So there are lots of different ways that you can attune to your emotions and start to feel a little more safe and secure in handling and processing those emotions without needing to, you know, be rescued by these artificial facts and thoughts that aren't, you know, taking you maybe to a healthy place. So I hope that now our listeners understand a little bit more about why we say feelings aren't facts. Thanks guys for showing up. As always, if you liked this episode, subscribe share it, (laughs) save it, and review it. Thanks so much. Bye. Does anyone else feel like they just earned an extra brain wrinkle? Do you feel like that went by way too fast and just cannot wait till the next episode? Then leave a review and share this episode with a friend, a loved one, a coworker, or whomever, because your valued feedback makes a direct impact. for dropping in snaps to you because you have made a direct impact by listening to this podcast make sure to follow us on social media and stay tuned every week for a new episode of direct impact with andrea epting